I'm Ingrid Hernandez. And I'm Christina Pernforce. We are two unlikely best friends navigating the world of entrepreneurship, motherhood, and all that it brings to life in general. Between us, we have about 10 different careers, worn countless hats, but more importantly, numerous types of shoes. From combat boots to ski boots, we've professionally handled them all. And in this podcast, we like to discuss and share the nuggets we picked up along the way and learn some new ones from our fabulous guests. As entrepreneurs, life's a juggle. Marketing, sales, client services, finances, and the list goes on. Let's face it, it's tough. But our motto is, life's too short not to wear high heels. And every hour can be a happy one. Welcome to the High Heels Happy Hour. Cheers! Welcome back to High Heels Happy Hour. Welcome, welcome. Hope everyone's having a fabulous week. We were just talking about something laughing as we got started. Ingrid's bra was showing. I mean, we can't have that on YouTube. Yeah. It's a life hack. It's okay on Apple Podcasts, but not on YouTube. No. All right. Well, first of all, thank you to all of you that have rated and reviewed our podcast love it and all the feedback we've been getting on our high heels happy hour facebook group too um appreciate all of the um the the feedback also i got some feedback on my voice that i i know i drop it sometimes i need to keep it steady i'm sorry about that i need to keep it more steady I think you just go um, with the because I go very up and down, but I need to be more because probably couldn't hear what sings. I said. Maybe yeah. that's why. I don't know. I just need to keep it more steady. Work on my radio voice. Oh, fine. Yeah. What did it say about mine? Uh, no, it was yours. Was fine. It was just mine that dropped off. It was my sister that let me know. What's good? It's good that she lets me know. Um, yes. So if you're listening, which she is, Annika, thank you. I am going to work on being more steady. Hmm. Anyway, how was your week? My week was great. Although I'm getting a little distracted. Your eyes look so pretty <gasps> with the dress. Now you this. have to go on YouTube. Yes. Look at that. Oh, thank with you. With your, the dress. Oh. It's, they look really oh. green. Oh. But, well, they're blue, but that's no. Fun. They look why well, no? They change huh. a little, but they oh, are. Mine don't yeah. change. Okay, no, so. no. Yours do not look red with your red no. shirt. No. <laughs> yes, yeah, so I got a little distracted. Oh, it sorry. Looked, it looked really pretty. Sorry. My week was great. Yeah. I uh, attended a drag queen bingo. Those are really fun. I've been to those too. They're it really was fun. really fun, and we yeah. raised. A little more than we did last time. And what did you raise for? We raised for the RPTSE groups, which yeah. why not have a lot of fun for a great cause? Absolutely. So that doesn't was... have to be serious fundraising for a serious cause, right? Yes. It can be fun, fun racing. Yes. Yes. That's why it's fun. Yeah. yeah. So, yeah, that was a week. All right. How about you? I, um, it was a great, it was a busy week, but we did some 
uh, family pickleball. So me, my husband, and our two kids, Fig and Bella, played pickleball yesterday. Um, and it's that's very new to me. I think I've played twice before. Those played. of you that don't know, here in Florida, it's very it's a big sport. And those of you that don't know me don't know, but I live in a tennis family. It's all about tennis. But pickleball is the new sport that uh, my husband and my son have adapted a lot hmm. they play a lot of pickleball my daughter and i have not played as much but we played family doubles and it was really fun and i will say as a former tennis player pickleball is a lot easier <laughs> to get into than tennis okay it's a smaller court and it's kind of easier to grasp so it was really fun hmm. yeah and what about a hack what are you going to teach us what life hack are you sharing so this one I actually tried yesterday. Okay. And it's to have strawberries last longer. Oh. I guess not tried yesterday. I realized what it did. Okay. I got strawberries Wednesday. Yeah. And I washed them in diluted vinegar. Uh-huh. And they're still good. Oh. Is it Which, only strawberries or other I, fruit as berries. well? It's berries. It works really great with berries. Because I threw out a lot of strawberries mm -hmm. yesterday. I usually do. I usually throw out. I buy like a big at the huh. farmer's market yeah i buy a couple pints and they always go bad huh and so diluted just uh vinegar. white vinegar mm -hmm. hmm. i am gonna try that yes one. so that worked there you go i was really happy because usually i throw out yeah a whole lot yeah of berries mm -hmm. and we eat a lot of fruit and veggies yeah. but okay so well they that's that is my life hack okay so you? my life hack uh I don't know if it's a hack. It's more of a, a machine, another machine you can get. Uh, but if you've ever heard of the soda stream machines that, and I'm sure there are other brands out there, but soda stream is the big brand. It's to make your own carbonated drinks. We've, we, I had it as a kid. We used to make our own Coke or we we did it for soft drinks, but I drink, as you do, a lot of carbonated water. Mm -hmm. My family loves carbonated water. And you buy, it's a lot of plastic bottles and a lot of aluminum cans. So from an environmental standpoint, using the soda stream where you pretty much pour water into these special bottles they come with, and then you have a... Um, gas tube or whatever you call it to with carbonation and you carbonate your water as much or as little as you want and then you can put flavoring in it as well i just put lemon juice or lime juice but um or plain but it saves money it saves the environment hmm. so i recommend everyone who like likes carbonated drinks should get a soda stream not affiliated with the brand yes. yet <laughs> So if you know anyone from SodaStream, uh, send them our way. But that's my life hack because I'm tired of throwing out so much packaging. No, no, my son mentioned, he's like, Mom, we should get yeah. one of those machines. Yeah. And I was like, hmm, but makes yeah. sense. I will say, with as you, we talked about health last week at, or a couple of weeks ago, and those sugary and substitute and all the uh, sweeteners, those flavors be aware stay away but it's really good just to um i mean put a little honey in there or something yeah. but um 
just with lime juice or lemon juice or any kind of fresh juice. It's good. Mm. Okay, so this week we did post on our Facebook group um, a couple of weeks back uh, if people had any questions they wanted mm -hmm. to ask. And this was something that came up, um, kind of how we started when we became our uh, or started our ent entrepreneurial journey, if we had any tips on what to do when starting a business. And that's really a great subject. So today's episode, let's get it started. Yeah. Yes. Cue a black eyed piece. Yeah. But yeah, kind of things to think about or things that we either knew or wish we had known yes. when we started our entrepreneurial, entrepreneurial journey. And if I just go start, I was in corporate america in, and corporate sweden way back but i started my first llc out of when i went back to school uh, for interior design back in 2005 maybe yeah so hmm. i've had my own company for a long time i've changed to and i've changed names and started another one but i've been an entrepreneur for a long time so um I'm going to kick it off with, you know, if you start a company, if you're in a solopreneur and this is kind of your, your main gig, and then Ingrid is going to go in a little more on the side hustle uh, side of owning a business that we've also been involved with, mm -hmm. both of us. Um, but I'm going to start with my best tips for starting your entrepreneurial journey. So, first of all, I mean, of course, the idea needs to be there, what it is you're, and beside marketing plan and all that good stuff, talk about some uh, check mark or some steps that definitely you need to have. Mm -hmm. Number one, and it might not seem that important, but it is, logo. Yes, the logo should come pretty, um, pretty early in your company's journey because, and you know, I've talked about brand building, personal brand, business brand. The logo is gonna be the visual part of your brand. And you, in order to post it and to um, create all the other things we're gonna talk about, you need to have mm -hmm. some sort of a logo. Doesn't mean it has to be complicated. I've created High Heels Happy Hour logo from, uh, Canva. Canva is it? We've talked about Canva before, yes, haven't yeah. we? Yes, Canva is a great free resource. Um, has a premium upgrade to it too, but you really can go in and create your own logo if that's something you would like to do. Otherwise, easy, something easy to hire someone to do for you. But think about the visual aspect of your mm -hmm. company. It's so much easier to present it when you have a logo. So that's something when you have a name, start thinking about the logo. Number two, also something that maybe in the past was not as important, but you need a website. And again, it can be a one page landing page or Google page or whatever it is. But mm -hmm. some, if you do not exist online, you don't exist. So you need to be able to send people somewhere for more information. 
and a website is key. Again, you can make it yourself. I made the High Heels Happy Hour one on Canva. Maybe Canva should sponsor this show you too, know what? right? I think so. I know a few people that it has sponsored. <laughs> oh, okay. So. Canva is great. <laughs> uh, anyway, again, if you hate anything that has to do with design and don't feel that you're artistic, have someone else do it for you, but it's not rocket science. It can be super simple. If you want to see a simple cam Canva website, go to highheelshappyhour.com and check out ours. Super simple. You have somewhere to send people. You have somewhere to put information. Mm -hmm. And then you need social media presence. And yes, sometimes some people only have social media presence, not a website. You can get away with that. But I do think you kind of need both. Depend a little bit on the business you run. But some people uh, go hard on their Instagram page with a lot of photos, which works as well. When it comes to social media, I know a lot of people think it's a lot of work to keep up with it. And you don't have to be on every platform. Mm -hmm. yeah. You can pick your the ones you like the most. So say that you like to hang out on Facebook, then go on Facebook. That's where you put most of your time or spend most of your time. If you notice that your clientele is more over on Instagram, well, then that's that's where you should be hanging out more or uh, LinkedIn, maybe. You're more of a business to business than LinkedIn should be your hub. So don't have to do all of them, but you need social media presence because in today's day and age, people Google before they do anything, right? So if you have no website, no social media presence, people are probably going to be a little suspicious of what it is you really, is it just a business out of the trunk of your car? Who knows? Even, Even if, if it's, it's a, yes, yes. <laughs> yeah. Even so. It has to be well. Yes. So well advertised. Exactly. So again, don't have to do all of them, but pick what, what your social media hub should be. Now, something that I wish I would have done from the beginning, this falls in this category, I know better now, but it's to start an email list. What is an email? Well, we talked about it when we talked about CRMs. So go back to that episode with Mary Sue Dayhill. Mm -hmm. But uh, an email list is just gathering emails of potential clients, people that are interested in your products. They might not be a client yet. And don't just put everyone you know in that list. But gathering emails through, um, and that's a whole episode in itself. Mm -hmm. but gathering emails through either giveaways or having people offer their emails through social media uh, for more information. It just gives you a channel to speak to people that are interested in what you have. Gives you an audience, maybe not a paying audience yet, but, but an audience where you can share value. Because again, social media is fun, but you don't share long content on social media. So having an email list, email is still king. People might think that email is dead. It is not. Email is still yeah. the best way to communicate with audience a little more depth where you can really go into what it is you do or add value, just give them tips and tricks that um, is, is, 
important for your for your industry. So start that email list off the bat. I it took me years to start that email list. It would have been so much bigger if I had started from day one. So um, and with that, again, go back to the CRM episode. I think too having a simple form, a customer relationship um, management tool, CRM is a great thing to do off the bat. And it can be a free CRM, like a, a MailChimp, doesn't cost you anything, but it's somewhere where you gather email lists, but also where you can write emails from. You can get templates for emails, all of those great things. So a free, if you're just starting off, a free CRM is a great thing to, to have off the bat. Uh, another thing that, it took me a little bit, but I, I had it quite early on in my business was a good accounting software or accounting tool to keep your money, um, keep your expenses, keep all of that in one place. I use QuickBooks today. I'm sure there's several others that um, I don't know the names of, but of course, QuickBooks is a big one. Um, and it really keeps everything in one place because we knew it's tax season. We need to make, do our taxes. Also keep up with client invoicing. Um, if it doesn't happen automatically, you have a system for it. You're the one who needs to keep it all here or on paper. And that's a whole lot. Yes. You could really be cheating yourself out of payments. <laughs> if, um, I've forgotten. Yeah. And that's bad if we don't. Uh, get paid for the work we do. So finding a good software that works for you, and you might have to invest a little bit, um, but there are cheap versions of all of these if you're just starting off, that's not gonna, but you, you're gonna thank yourself later for doing that. Now, something that I, you might wanna think about, not something you need to do right away, but it's thinking about what kind of company you're creating. So is it an LLC, a limited liability uh, corporation, or is it a corp or Inc? If you're just starting out, of course, you can just be a sole proprietor and you don't need to do anything for that. Maybe in your state here in Florida, we go on Sunbiz to kind of just um, uh, register our company. It doesn't have to mm -hmm. be an LLC or anything like that, but it's just so that you are visible and also you can start get business accounts for certain things. But um, think about maybe if, because if you're in a business kind of like myself, when I reformed my company, I started as a um, limited life, oh, oh, sorry, as a sole proprietor. But if you're in a business that's a little bit sensitive to where someone could potentially sue you and go after your personal assets, you might want to consider um, starting an LLC because that means for the liability standpoint, if someone goes after your company or after you sues you, they can't get to your personal assets. Hmm. That's a you know simplified way of explaining it. But still, um, your, your personal finances and, and your business finances are separate. Um, 
And yeah, so I now have formed an LLC. It's also really simple. It does not take a lot of work and it does not take, cost a lot of money. You need to do a yearly fee with it, okay. but it's, it's not. But it's, again, not something maybe that you need to think about right away unless you work in a sensitive um, business. So for me, as an interior designer, I can go into people's houses and maybe I lift a piece of art and it, you know, breaks, or there is a subcontractor that I had recommended that for some reason the client is not happy with and they can try to go after me because of that. So I needed to have an LLC. Um, it really needs to protect me and, you know, keep everything kosher. Um, now, when we start out too, it's the, the question of should we hire or should we bootstrap, do everything mm -hmm. ourselves? And of course, it's a financial and also time uh, question. What, what do we have time for? What do we have um, the money for? Um, but I two great options nowadays. If you, for instance, don't want to do that own website on Canva or you don't want to create your own logo, or you don't even want to post by yourself on social, or you don't want to write your own emails. You don't have to hire someone. You can just go on um, sites like Fiverr and Upworks. We link them all in our um, show notes. That way you can sort of just hire someone for a couple of hours or just for a certain project. And they can be anywhere in the world. So sometimes you can get them really i mean really affordable so i did for instance my um media reel so some editing on uh, a reel that i hired someone in london for and it did not cost it cost 90 dollars, i think and that's awesome and it's a three minute reel so and if they don't want to do all that stuff yeah they might not want to start a business yes yeah. that's true that's but, true. but sometimes however, yes, it could be sometimes. like if you're not creative at all, then yes. you hire someone who is creative and and have that work done instead. Because sometimes you, then you, if you hate not, doing yeah. it, you're not going to do it. Mm -hmm. um, it might be that you there's some other service that you really want help with because otherwise it's not going to get done. Check into these um, sites where you you just pay someone to do a certain service for X amount of hours. It, those can really help you yeah. get going and get those things out of the way that you don't, that you should de delegate. Because, you know, if you spend too much time on, on a task, you should be doing and you're, yes. Now, um, me, I'm a little bit of a control freak, so I don't like to delegate too much. But I do, I do use Fiverr is particular um, for things when I know it's not, not my forte. Um, but I think it's really important when it comes to, of course, you can have an assistant. I have had my assistant, Amber, shout out to Amber. Mm -hmm. Um, she's been with me for, I think, eight years. So she's been with me with my old company, with my side hustle and with my now, um, aesthetics and style company. But she works a couple of hours a week for me and she does the things that I don't like to do. For instance, bookkeeping, I hate it, uh, but she loves it. She's really good at it. And um, things that 
tasks that that I feel like I could spend my time doing other things with. But, and here's a big but, it's really important if you're hiring someone for tasks that are kind of daily tasks within your business, it's important that you have an understanding of how it works mm -hmm. so that you're not dependent on a certain person to do this work. Because what if that person quits and then you can't, for instance, the accounting tools. I can, I can do QuickBooks myself. I can do all that. I understand how it works. I don't want to do it, but I can. The days when Amber can't come in, I can do it myself if I have to. Like I can, she does most of my CRM work to tag people and things. I can write my own emails and I know how to send them out. Even if she does it, yeah. I still know. So it's important when you're starting out that you're not too dependent on others for important tasks so that you're just standing there um, not knowing what to do. Mm -hmm. Your hands are tied uh, because a little bit of bootstrapping is important starting off so that you're in charge of your own business. Right? I concur. Yes. So um, let's get into um, side hustle business. Ingrid, do you have any questions for me, Ingrid, on this subject that we talked before, on the, the starting your own LLC or starting your own, anything that came up that you think I should? Uh, let's see. No, I think we talked about, well, uh, paying yourself. You know, how yes, that's... absolutely. Yeah, but that I think is important, even if you have a it side is... hustle. Okay. Or a... Those are on both ends. Yes. Okay. So why don't you, yeah, talk about the side hustle, which can be a beautiful thing. It can. And it has been it has a beautiful been. thing. Yes. So my side hustle started when I was a radiation therapist mm -hmm. and a new mom. Yeah. Along with the radiation therapist. Yes. So side hustle time was probably not ideal. And that's also the time when I trained you. Yes. Yes. <laughs> I trained Ingrid and Mary Kay. And I was not such a great student at first. Well, that's another episode. Yes. Um, so when you started a side hustle, it's exactly what it is. Mm -hmm. It's a side hustle. Yeah. And, and we talked a lot about that in our episode on, on avenues of income. Yes. Number three or four or something. Um, or two, maybe. I can't remember. But uh, don't put all your eggs in one basket. Side hustle is a great thing. It's, it's great. And one of the things that it's really important is that you love either the products, what you're selling, what you're sharing, because being authentic when it comes to a side hustle yeah. is going to be huge. Yeah. Not just a quick buck, but that yes. if you're selling a product as a side hustle, like we've sold Mary Kay, you really got to like or love the product. Otherwise, don't go there. It just, it makes it it makes it much harder if you're just yeah. doing it. If you just go into a business and say, oh yeah, you know, this makes a lot of money. But if you don't really like it or enjoy it, it really shows. And if it doesn't show in yeah. the first few months, it's going to show in the first six yeah. months. Yeah. And you, you're just not going to do well. Um, so one of the things that a side hustle has an up on is that usually a logo is done. Yeah. So for instance, Mary Kay. Especially if you're in a multi-level or, or a direct yeah. logo is already done. Yeah. Uh, website, you can pretty much mm. um, 
as a director, I have mm -hmm. a free website, mm -hmm. and as a consultant, it's like a little little bit yeah. of a cost. But you don't year. have to do any of the work. You, you just get it's updated. It's, all done. it's it, the all company. the updates. Everything's yep. done for you. Yeah. Uh, a CRM or email list mm -hmm. is somewhat done for you. You can enter in their email, uh, birthdays, anniversaries. Everything's kind of has a space, it's like a form. Yeah. You fill out so emails are sent automatically. I think you might have to set up a few things. Uh, bank account. Same thing, set up a bank account mm -hmm. for your money well, yeah, coming in. Well, yeah, that's super important for us. And of course, um, as a, a, a LLC or anything, you need separate finances needs to be separate. Yeah. And social media, same thing. I have Facebook. I have Instagram. Uh, now that we can post on multiple platforms, it's a little easier. But same, similar thing. Just pick one that you enjoy using mm -hmm. and just use that as your platform and let's see what else yeah but that's really the to go back to that most yeah. of these things are done for you with uh um direct sales um, yes or franchise or something and it really that makes it so easy to get mm -hmm. started and i will i will be honest and say i learned so much from my side hustle that became a full-time with mary Kay. Mm -hmm that I hadn't done for my own business that I then incorporated when I started my LLC. And it's a, it makes a big it, difference. I mean, even no. they have years of practice of this too. So they, yes. you know, and some of the stuff, I mean, for the most part, again, is finding something you love that mm -hmm. you love to share. Oh, and a side hustle. This is probably one of my biggest pet peeves. I think it's Christina's is thinking it's going to be an overnight, I'm going to make all of this money and you may make a lot of money really fast. Cause I remember my first parties, mm -hmm. they were mm -hmm. astronomical, yeah. astronomically great. And I was like, Oh, this is so exciting. Yeah. And I think I used to put on the moisturizer first, rinse it off and leave my clients <laughs> with the cleanser. And oh. I was so excited to share the products yeah. that they bought it oh. anyway. Well, so yeah. it can happen, yeah. But know that when you do a side hustle, it's gonna take work, mm -hmm. just like an LLC or a, a side business, company, a, yeah. a company, a full time company, yeah. And just stick with something. Give it enough enough time to really work it and and build it. Because if you're someone that does this for a little bit, you know, A for a little bit doesn't work. You start a B and then C. It you don't create that authenticity yeah and that following so people just say oh well she just joined this she's one. on to the next on to and the, on. Yes. what is she doing this week and yeah. if you're really yeah. in it to build and make money solid you know foundation mm -hmm. is going to carry you i mean i've been in mary Kay 11 years i think yeah. you so what, i've been in 12, 12? 13 or something like that and yeah. it's i mean there's stuff that i learned along the way that we're going to share with you we, we wish we knew yeah However, it's I have clients from ten, yeah, ten, 11, ten years ago. I have ago. clients from my like my first party that are still, yeah, clients. To so day. that's you have any questions as far as side hustle? No, I think I think that's a good. So we can uh, share share some of the things that we wish we knew. Yeah, that that can go for both. <laughs> yes. Okay. Yeah. So you want to go first? Yes. So. Um, and I'll check off what if what you have a well, this goes for bo both. Don't expect 
friends and family to be your best customers or to be customers at all. At all. Um, when we start thinking about business, whether it's a side hustle or full time, we tend to think about our own sphere and we think, oh, of course, they're going to buy They're you know, their family or their friends. They like me. That can really bite you in the behind. And sometimes they just want to see if it works out for you or, or maybe how long they, you stay in it. Yeah. Or maybe they protect you because they don't think it's a good idea and therefore they don't want to encourage you. So don't worry if friends and family are not responding with the enthusiasm you uh, expect. Some will, but the ones that won't, it's okay. There's enough people out there. You will find your best clients somewhere else. And also, friends and family often want a discount, don't they? Yes. Yes. And so, what, what do they say? Some will, some won't. So what? So what? Yes. Some yes. will, some won't. So what? And, yeah. And with the discount really quick, it's it makes it a little difficult because you when you start, you kind of have that balancing like, oh, I'll just give you a little discount. But then that's discounting what you're trying to make. Yeah. So yeah. be very careful. Almost if you're listening to this, don't start with friends and family. Just go for it yeah. and start building right yeah. away. Uh, let's see. Oh, referrals. Yeah. Asking for referrals. Yes. Don't feel bad asking. That. I It took a little bit. I'm still bad at that. I love asking for oh, I'm still. I need to get that in systems too. No, I yeah. wish I had. I've gotten that. better. Yeah. So I, yeah. I love um, yeah, that's... referrals and notes. I'm really good at notes and fault that that initial kind of hey, who yeah. else do you know? Yeah. And I will say I've gotten, of course, the best and you referrals, get really good referrals. The ones you don't even. Yeah, I know. I but that's why I feel like I don't ask for. I need to ask for them again. Yeah. And when... I ask, <laughs> she just gets. <laughs> Yeah, referral is the biggest part of my business is just through other people. Maybe I'm doing something wrong. <laughs> but it might have been, should probably be even more efficient if, because you know, too, if you ask for a recommendation on Facebook or something like that, you get, you get people that you know or know mm -hmm. of that give you honest, most of the time, honest feedback. So, yeah. And two, Referrals and testimonials is great yes. to keep on your website um, to make it more authentic or to carry the weight. Know, they, they Google your business or something to see that you have a lot of um, testimonials is, is huge. When it comes to both starting a business full time or side hustle, don't quit what you're doing right yes. now too quickly. Sometimes we can get, oh, you need to go full in. Otherwise, you're if you're not 100% in, you're 90% out or whatever you, the saying goes. Sometimes starting your business, even if it becomes a full-time, as a side hustle is a great way or kind of dipping your toe a little bit in the water, starting off, maybe working a little on these um, behind-the-scenes things while you're still employed somewhere else even if you know it's not going to be forever mm -hmm. don't you know jump the gun uh, because then the financial pressure can really 
take a toll on you and, and really jeopardize yourself. Yeah. And then instead of being successful, then you, you know, have to go you're back. Stressful. Yeah. Instead of successful. <laughs> That's a good saying. Yes, I know. I like that. That just, I just, that came, just came Gosh, to you, right? Yes. Maybe you should be making Hallmark cards. Maybe that's something huh. you should do as a, or entrepreneurial cards. That is, yeah, maybe, yeah. maybe. And then one thing that we, I think we both wish we knew that we both do now mm -hmm. is alleviating some of the small things. Uh, mm -hmm. As far as deliveries, yes. if you have products, mm -hmm. um, either maybe do an upcharge for a delivery yeah. for an option, pick it one day, yep. which Christina is really great at that. Yep. I'm not I have my great. son, and you can involve your family in this. Yes. So my son, has, of course, has a driver's license, but for my Mary Kay business, he delivers the products for a, for a charge. Then, you know, of course, he gets the maybe money. By Victor. But... Um, yeah, but no. it's it's because um, even if Amazon ships for free, well, I'm not Amazon. I'm not making as much as Amazon. So a small delivery. I have to get better at to that. your door. I think it's um, and then yeah. uh, and then post office using the post office. Yes. I know I have done it. I shared it with you. Mm -hmm. I use Pirate Ship, and we're not affiliated. So yes. Not However, yet. pirate ship is a great prices. The yes, prices are less prices. expensive than the than the post office. So it's office. an alternative to the post yes. office. Yes, and you can print your labels. And if it's small enough, in Florida we have mailboxes. So depending where you listen, where you're listening from, we have a mailbox. If mm -hmm. it's small enough, you put it in the mailbox with the flag up. Yeah. If it's bigger, you can let the the mailman or the post office know that you have a bucket or something ready to mail out next to your door. And yeah. they pick it up at, for no charge, yeah. free of charge. Yeah. I've spent wasted many hours in line at the post office that I will never get back. Yes. Thank you. And pirate ship is a wonderful thing. So also starting off your business, even if it's a side hustle or a full time, expect the hustle up front. I mean, anything that's worth anything, anything that you really want to do is going to take a little work. So in the beginning, yes, it's going to be more hours. It's going to be bootstrapping, learning everything. It's going to a lot of no's. Yes. It's going to be a little, a little tougher, but being an entrepreneur is not about hustling for life. You know, you're not, you choose entrepreneurship because you want to be in charge of your own time and be in charge of your life so don't you know live to work you want to work so that you can live and enjoy your life so really expect it up front but if it continues year after year after year and you're still struggling then maybe you need to look into um some systems that you have set up or maybe you really need to hire some help which comes to what i have two more things but Delegating. I know we said mm -hmm. to delegate, you know, maybe later on. Yeah. However, there are a few things that I believe that if we would have delegated mm -hmm. in the beginning, it would have been a little easier mm -hmm. as we got along and made that shift. For me, I, I didn't have an office, so yeah. I like help. And I waited and waited until I just made a little more money or I just had a little extra. Yeah. And I believe it hurt me. Yeah. Versus getting it a little early. So if you're starting a, a side hustle or a new business, just know that 
maybe paying yourself a little less in the beginning, uh -huh. you'll end up being begin paying more later. Yes. So that's the whole the time. Yes. As long as you understand the yes. business, sometimes in order to alleviate some time for you yes. to friends and family. So that way you're not it's just you don't feel like yeah. it's so overwhelmed and because mm -hmm. overwhelmed is just basically your your fear of everything going wrong. But if you just say, hey, you can sometimes barter trade mm -hmm. at the beginning because mm -hmm. you're starting. Yeah. Uh, but that's one thing I would have really, really. Yeah, but it's loved. the same thing with maybe it's housework. Yeah, whatever maybe it is. Other Just things something. that you feel you've always done, but maybe, you know, takeout is not so bad a couple of times a week or once a week, whatever it is, yes. in order to um, not make you completely stressed out. Yes. Yeah. And my last tip is nine out of 10 times, if you are aware, of being pushy, mm. you're not pushy. It's That's those right. that are pushy and arrogant that they don't. When you don't care about being pushy, mm -hmm. you're being pushy. Yeah. But if you are, I don't know if that makes sense. But if, if you understand, if it's something that you, you're so sensitive to yes. pushiness, and you're so worried that you're going to be pushy, you never will. Even if you try, I think it's, it's on the it's, it's on your it's, you know you have get the tank tentacles out yeah. so and i yeah. learned that quite yeah early because i i was i i loved what i i still do i still love what i do and yeah i'm kind of like oh no like, yeah no, you're, you're and, in shade 104 and they're like yeah. well, oh i have it and they're like oh I'll, I'll buy it yeah and i was like how do you do that i'm like just be honest just have yeah. fun and because you know nothing happens unless someone sell, sells yes. something right and it comes to services it comes to products People, if you have something that people want, they're going to get it from you or from someone else. That's just the way it is. Um, and offering a service, adding value, yes. is not being pushy. It's, uh, but I've always uh, worried about people say, oh, you should do more, more marketing around this. And oh, I don't want to be too pushy or too out there. But really, if it's, if you're offering a service, mm -hmm that people want then you gotta tell them and, tr about and it. they trust you yeah so you know and that's why this whole thing about email list yes. is so important because it's all about building trust and um creating um a, re a relationship with potential customers existing customers anyone who's sort of interested to to hear what you have to say but when they trust you, they're way more likely to buy from you. Yes. I'm like, oh, we forgot one thing. What? It was the not sending a generic, like, hey, I just. Oh, yeah. Yep. Okay, go ahead. Because yes. I know that's so something that you. Just because <laughs> you start a business or when you start a business, you might feel like, oh, I'm just going to send out this mass email and everyone is going to go, oh, yay, me, me, I want. No. When you're starting a business, small or big, whatever it is, being more personal in your communication to the people you know is so important. Those mm -hmm. mass emails come, uh, or mass social posts more today, come buy from me. They they don't work. Well, you can go, I think you can do a call to action yeah. somewhat on, on a social media, but then be really personal or individualize your, yeah. your messages to the person itself. So they feel important mm -hmm. so you say yeah. hey you know i know you don't use you use x y and z mm -hmm. or you like shopping here 
However, would you be willing to give me your honest opinion yeah. on what I have to offer? Yeah. And I always make a joke. I say, I don't get offended. I don't make it. So you can just try it. Yeah. If it's a product you don't make, yes. you can do that if it's a product you And make. if it makes sense, then maybe you will get offended <laughs> if they don't like it. But asking, when you're starting off, especially if you have a product, even if it's something you make, if it's a restaurant, whatever it is, yeah. asking for honest feedback. Like, yes. hey, come in, try this out. Tell me what you think. It's a great way of um, very not pressuring anyone to buy anything, but getting people's opinions. People love to yeah. give their honest opinion. Yeah, and that way you're getting um, that those um, reviews. reviews. Yes, right. easy that way to get too. reviews. Oh gosh, yeah, that was, that was. I feel like we could talk about this all day, but I, we shouldn't overwhelm. I hope this gave everyone um, a kind of a little path to run on, yeah. whether you're thinking about starting your own business or side hustle. Or, or if you have one, something yeah. that we we should have done in the beginning yeah. or that we, you should have, yeah, you should have done in the beginning or yeah. you haven't done. Yeah, it's never too late. No. Never just... too late. Ingrid's again, still hasn't signed up for her CRM. So yeah, just saying, sometimes it takes a little while. Yeah, it's just, uh... I, I think I'm on the, the uh, in the overwhelmed fear stage of have gratefully I have all these emails. I'm like, oh gosh, I have to put all this in. But then again, I should just call Amber and do yes. it. See? Have someone to help you do all that work. Even if like, I am. know how to do, but don't want to do. Okay. I'm a little successful and still a little stressful. Okay. <laughs> Got it. All right. Yes. I feel a t-shirt coming on. You know what? Yeah. I think we should do the yeah. high heels happy well, maybe. hour Maybe we need to come up with a line of high heels happy hour products. Maybe. Huh. Huh. Maybe it's cards, maybe it's t-shirts. Maybe something it's, yeah. on Let us know to, what you think about do, that. Yes, yeah. let's see. Because since we have nothing else to do, maybe yeah. we should do that. <laughs> okay, uh, on, a, on, a, on your free time? You my free time. Or maybe there's someone who wants to design those for us. <gasps> oh, oh. No. Yeah. Mm -hmm. yeah. Okay. okay. Just say Well, Christina. Just putting all these uh, ideas out there. We're manifesting. Yeah. Well, I hope uh, that wasn't all a ramble, but that it really gave some good ideas and nuggets of things that um, have worked, uh, should work, wish we did should have done, sooner. Should have, should have. But we have, with exception of me, I have a couple of things that I have to do. Anyhow, it was great. It was fabulous. Okay, well. Yeah, well. Until next time. Um, yeah. Cheers. Cheers. And uh, school. Bye-bye. Okay, Christina. I guess we finished another episode. That was fun. Yeah. And if you liked this episode as well, don't forget to follow the show and share with a friend. You can also join our High Heels Happy Hour podcast group on Facebook and continue the conversation. Time to put our feet up. The high heels are coming off. Score! Score.